Welcome to JV Reads the Tea. I am your host, JV, and each week I read the tarot cards for a special guest. So if you're ready, sit back, relax, and let's spill that tea, honey. What is up, witches and bitches, and welcome back to JV Reads the Tea. Ha 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 ha. I can't, I cannot finish that thing. Like, there's no, I need to add another line after that intro line, because like, I don't know. Something you did, fun. You did warn me, but that was very extreme shock jock uh, radio, <laughs> late night radio energy. Uh, you were 100% correct. You knew exactly what you were about. See, I one of these days I'll come in with smooth jazz and that'll just be, <laughs> that'll be our, that'll be the introduction. It's just a, just smooth jazz. You're listening to Javier's the tea on the ones and twos. No, I don't. That's that's weird. I'm gonna stop that now. Anyway, our guest, everybody, everybody, our guest is Evan Hodges. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the show. Um, where might the people on the internet have interacted with you before? Oh, um, I kind of just exist on Twitter now at Thaumaturgkas. Uh, I'm part of the Where They May radio podcasting family. We're not really like a, you know, people have like podcasting networks. We're just like three people, four people making podcasts. So we're not like an official network. We're just like a group of people who like podcasts. <laughs> we make podcasts. Everybody listening to this is very familiar with the we are not a network. Okay, (laughs) this is not a podcast network. Um, Well, yeah, we are not a we are not a corporate entity. We're just a couple of friends who make podcasts and we're on we overlap the Venn diagram of our podcasts overlap. So now we have a joint, you know, Patreon and Twitter and stuff like that. It makes sense. That is exactly what we did with paper boats. And it it Mm -hmm. has worked beautifully <laughs> like since then <laughs> i just worked beautifully on the one like main project we all decided we were going to do and then every little disparate thing that's like branched off from that oh what a good time in any yeah. case um <laughs> i uh i i appreciate all of the shows that y'all have i i appreciate them very much I, oh, my shirts have not yet arrived. They're on their way, though. I think they shipped like yesterday, so they should be here soon. Yay. I also ordered some of my own shirts and they have not yes. gotten here yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of like specifically making a piece of merch so that you can order it for yourself. <laughs> yep. Be like, that's why I made the fan fiction shirt. I, like, I don't know if yeah. you've ever. Did you did you understand the joke that was the fan fiction shirt? Have you seen the Penny Arcade shirts? I feel like I think I'm, I must have missed that. I must have missed the joke. But so I Penny, do have that shirt coming. <laughs> Penny Penny Arcade made a shirt that like got very famous in nerd circles, and it just said video games. It was like red with white letters, and it just said oh. video games oh. in, in big. 
bubble letters. And for whatever reason, that shirt was very sought after for a long time. It was like a collector's item. And so they like they 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 started making it again. And they also have like a board games shirt in the same style. So I just nice. made one. I made one with a very similar font that says fan fiction instead of board games or video games. Yeah, I love it. I have actually seen that shirt. <laughs> I have seen that shirt before. It has been a minute, but I have. <laughs> yeah, nobody's been to a PAX in uh, <laughs> forever. In Since the beginning of linear time, it seems like, I guess. Uh, <laughs> 2020 was meaningless and oh 2021 has been equally um fucky so yeah nobody nobody knows when the last times we saw t-shirts in person was oh yeah like right before we started recording i mentioned that i w- was like rushing to get home because i i looked at my <laughs> I looked at my clock when i left my office and it was like 3 maybe 3:15 something like that and then the next time I looked at my clock and mind you, I was in my car. Like, so I, I, all I was doing was driving. I was driving a route that maximum takes about 20 minutes for me to get home. But then I looked up and it was like 445 and I was like, <gasps> no, ah! <laughs> it just kept going. And it still my, took my, me a while to get back. Oh, ridiculous. my theory is that JV got abducted by aliens and lost time. And, uh, <laughs> We're going to find out what that means, I guess, eventually. Maybe maybe, maybe you'll go through a metal detector and it'll turn out that there's uh, like some what, some of those little like shrimp from the Matrix. Oh, in, in no, you. not the shrimp. <laughs> no, not the shrimp. The, the concept. OK, first of all, I did picture I did picture cooked shrimp just now for like <laughs> because of that, which is not at all what you were talking about. Like, no, they don't yeah, look the like weird that. little the little robots, the little yes. many legged robots that oh, they put no. in. Um, yeah. what's his name? Um, um Keanu Reeves's God, that belly was a... button. I think... I think. Yeah, that was a really weird moment of the. Ma- I mean, there were yeah. a lot of weird moments in that movie, but that in particular was like bad weird like that was a bad moment that was not mm-hmm. <laughs> that was and yeah i, I don't get i don't they, oh i mean i actually don't get why they did it but like it's ooh. i don't yeah i don't know how that fit into the trans allegory that is the matrix i don't know where this where the shrimp going into your belly button fit into the trans allegory <laughs> i wish i knew i don't think there was i don't think that one fit i don't think that would fit in i think they were just high as hell when they wrote that line yeah. and they left it in <laughs> that's my theory that's honestly my theory for a lot of movies that have like a weird thing that seemed like very important to the director in the moment that they got that sequence done <laughs> but then you look at it, you're like, this made no sense. Like, but it was almost like they framed the whole movie around this moment. Like, not in this case, the Matrix didn't feel like it was framed around this moment. But like, that moment was still one of those ones where like, this could have been on the cutting room floor of this movie that did feel like a little long. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, didn't, need, didn't need those little shrimp. Didn't need them. Did not need those. There was a lovely... um I, I there there's a moment when I watched the movie for um wannabe film buffs back when that pod was still happening um wherein uh oh boy where <laughs> where I sort of thought that like that whole sequence after like after he 
like I guess I guess wakes up I guess is the thing um where I was like this is actually a very good like like this could be a fun SNL skit if instead of like if instead of I don't know realizing that he's a part of like a a, a system like a computer system kind of um if he realized that like that the system was white supremacy that would have been really funny like they're like they're... yeah that would have been a whole different movie though would have gone very different directions from there on out very much yeah. so i think my favorite like alternate version of a line there is the when he says i know kung fu instead of that it's i know why the cage bird sings and i find that to be delightful it's oh, very funny to me um it is it is personally delightful. I that skit will never exist. I know it won't, but it is very funny in my brain. Um anyway, <laughs> separate from all of that, I um I I have I I have been a guest on um on uh fan fiction is good actually and I very yeah. much enjoyed that experience. Um and since then, I have posted a fan fiction. Yeah, I was so excited. I saw on Twitter that you were put. I, I look, I don't want to take credit for that or anything, because obviously you had already written it before you decided to post it. So obviously, like you had already written the fan fiction. But I'm going to take a little bit of credit for mm-hmm. prompting you to post it on the Internet for the consumption of other people. Yes. You should take credit for that mm. because that that is that is exactly what happened. That was the thing that sort of led to me thinking, you know what? I can post this thing that I spent an inordinate amount of time writing for apparently just what my own edification, I guess. I don't know why I wrote this, but like I don't know why this is here on my on my computer uh, with no specified thing as to what this is ever going to become. I don't know why it's here, but you know what? It was 30 plus pages. Like, there's still more to come. There was 30, 30 some odd pages, and that was version one. There was a second version of it, too. It's coming. It's it's coming. The rest of it's gonna gonna just flow out. Um, I have a I have to rewrite part of it because there's a lovely section that I that I wrote initially after listening to um not to not to bring up uh uh, uh the person i brought up in that episode but um the uh oh god why am i spacing on his name oh no terry pratchett there we go mm. um after reading the weird sisters by terry pratchett there is this lovely like bit of dialogue between these like old british women and like there's there's a specific version of that type of dialogue that is really funny to me and I sort of mirrored that type of dialogue, but uh, with a couple other fun characters who don't appear in the actual canon of Disney anything, but probably should because they're fantastic characters. Anyway, I have to convert that into a text thing now um, instead <laughs> of a dialogue thing. So we'll see how that goes. But that'll be... Oh, I am probably going to link that in the show notes, but I might not. Whatever, y'all you should. check my Twitter you should do account. It. I will certainly link it in the show notes of Fan Fiction is Good, actually, because then I get to take credit for there you JB go. posting their first fan fiction on the internet. There um, you go. Due to how I operate, your episode of Fan Fiction is Good, actually, will probably come out 
after this episode. I don't know how long you take to edit your That's stuff. Okay. Yeah. I think I think yeah. there's one episode that I have scheduled to go out before this one, possibly two, depending on how my brain works and depending on whether or not I actually recorded another one in the interim that I might have forgotten about. Um <laughs> We're going to find out. <laughs> we will see. Uh, depend. <laughs> we'll see. In any case, regardless, y'all could listen to that when it is eventually there and out. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, I record like six episodes ahead and I, episode two is only coming out um, on Monday. So like next week. Yeah. So that checks out. And you know what? <laughs> that... <laughs> makes a lot of sense and i totally get that and i really should get on that <laughs> how I, responsible of me honestly it extremely is like to have them edit it out like for like so for like a longer amount of time like at a time is a really good plan podcasting tip 101 if you can record in advance like far enough in advance that like you can still stick with your schedule one of the things that happens occasionally with this show is that there will just be a rogue hiatus thrown in there why because <laughs> i couldn't find guests for a smooth two months and that's how that just just goes um and it's uh, like that sometimes it just yeah. it'd be like that yeah. yeah. And it's and it's one of those fun things, too, because like I don't necessarily when it comes to like when it comes to like having a guest on the show, I'm not like extremely choosy or anything. Not that that sounds like I'm being shady, but like <laughs> but like it's not like I can only work with like podcasters or like, no, like I literally will just ask whoever I know in my life in general and yet still, it'll be like just so much time between certain episodes. And I apologize for that, dear listeners. But sometimes it is out of my hands. It's out of my control. Much like what these cards actually wind up saying, that segue is oh, my best one yet. I have never done a better segue than that. Bam. Chef kiss. <laughs> so this reading here, the only card that looks in theory, overtly negative is this first one. Okay, um, I'm ready for it. Lay it on me. Oh, I didn't mention how the order in which I like read these cards. So it goes. Yeah, past I know. I know nothing about tarot, so you're gonna have to like give me a rundown. I've literally never. I've no okay. vines into this. Absolutely fantastic. Okay, so I normally read these. There are six cards total. Um, I read them in uh, this order: past, present, problem, solution future and then there's an extra fun little card with an animal on it and that is the energy and personality type to carry forward into the future mm. um yeah that's a fun one love that card also specifically love the way that that card looks on this reading like it's very pretty is it um, a goat i want it to be a goat i love goats it is not a goat, but it does have horns. We will get oh, to it. <laughs> can't wait. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so we will start with the past card. And I will hold this card up so you can see it. But it is the five of wands. Um, Lots of sticks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yep. Mm -hmm. The five of wands is quite literally a bunch of sticks. Just bunch of sticks. On the ground. Um, which... Uh, <laughs> 
makes sense with their meaning. The meaning of this card is um, scattered, lack of focus, and lost. So this being in the past position, this feels like overall... Okay, I will read the description of this card. Think about your past as I read the description of this card and think and see if you can find a part of your past that like um, fits with this time period or well, not time period with this description. Sorry, I'm English is leaving my brain as I say words out of my face hole. Weird, weird. <laughs> I The English language is weird and it will just leave me from time to time. English is bad, so that's not really your fault. <laughs> It, it it would be fine if there was an alternative language that I could speak. You know what I mean? Like, that would be okay. Yeah. I don't have that. I can't just, like, forget how English works and then suddenly I'm speaking Italian or French or Spanish, despite having taken all three of those languages before. I would like to posit that French is also bad, but I would like to posit yes. that because we, um, <laughs> we took a bunch of words from French, English did, uh, back when, you know... The French invaded England. We wound up with a bunch of French words, and all of them are bad. French, the, what are you doing? The French you... invaded England? When did that happen? <laughs> My uh, is 1066, I, I think. Oh. Yeah. yeah oh. All the people in charge of England were French for a very long time, for several hundred years. Everybody in England was speaking French for several hundred years. That is so wild that that just... <laughs> like, I... I I understand why I don't necessarily like get a lot of history exactly right all of the time. It makes sense to me for for a lot of reasons, not the least of which is history class was boring as hell to me because they kept talking about all these white people I didn't care about. Well, <laughs> also, also in the U.S., you only learn U.S. history precisely. Honestly. So, it, yeah, I I learned this from like extracurricular activities i i'm uh i'm a big nerd i'm a big weirdo so i've been listening to a podcast called history of the english language oh, and um, oh, it is awesome. objectively extremely boring but <laughs> in a way that i in a way that i specifically like <laughs> i love science podcasts that a lot of which can seem incredibly boring i'm even following several history related podcasts like I believe I'm subscribed to the British History Podcast. I think that is, I think I am subscribed to that. And yet, I just, I, I, I still know next to nothing. Unless it's like local history to the area that I live in or like, <laughs> like a specific historical figure that I thought was bad as fuck. I love them. Um, <laughs> if it's, if it's not one of those, I'm sort of like, oh. Well, shit, I guess that's just Europe, I guess. Honestly, most of it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I guess that's Europe, shit. Um, like, it's, it's just, <laughs> that is truly a, truly a move. Europe, huh? Europe. Europe sounds like none of my business anyway. <laughs> <laughs> truly, actually, a thing I have definitively said before. Um, anyway, the Five of Wands card. The Five of Wands is a card of conflict. You may find yourself scattered, distracted, tending to everything and nothing. Since wands deal with our dreams and goals, it usually means this conflict resides within. Your energy moves outward in many directions, yet you are suffering inside. Take this card as a warning. 
find ways to bring calm and focus to your mind, or these troubles will only increase. Does that feel <laughs> like that applies to to a moment in time, most likely um, in the past? Well, like abstractly in the past, I got to assume that's got something to do with the fact that I used to be a woman. I mean, I, I didn't used to be. I, I'm using this co like colloquially, but mm. like, yeah, you know, <laughs> all trans people, I think, are like, yeah, I was real fucking scattered and confused, wasn't I? <laughs> I, I could attest I understand that. Woo, I understand that. Yeah, I do. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. That, most likely that. That's probably it. That's most likely what that's referring to. <laughs> I did live out in the woods, so if we're being real literal, I did have a lot of sticks. <laughs> <laughs> just scattered out in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Just rolling around, rolling around out in the woods, thinking I was supposed to be a woman for the rest of my life. <laughs> I don't know why it's making me laugh as much as it is. Like, this specific image there is really funny to me. Just like, ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I I, I don't quite know exactly what I'm doing, but I think I'm supposed to do it this way. And let me tell you, I don't want to do it this way, but I guess I have to because obligation yeah. and well. I guess, this, I guess this is the only option that, that uh, humans have. Oh, thank God for the internet. Um, yeah. It, right? I say to... Forget for... sticks. We want the internet. Oh, yeah. For any of the uh, potentially... I don't know, maybe, since people listening. When I say thank God for the internet, I mean, that's where I realized that trans people existed the first yeah. time. I think a lot of people of our generation, I don't know exactly how old you are, JV, but I'm 30 years old, mm -hmm. and I grew up in a very like rural, very conservative area. Mm -hmm. And also, I didn't have like internet at my house until I was, well... I, I didn't have internet consistently until I went to college at age 18. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We lived way out in the sticks. Uh, <laughs> so we didn't have, we didn't have TV. We didn't have internet. Like we didn't, we didn't have not, we did not have anything. Understandable. Um, Understandable. Internet yeah, was so, bad out here for a minute, like for a minute. Like it was, yeah. oof. But then we eventually found Verizon, I guess, um, or rather more accurately, I guess Verizon found us Ver since we were already here. Um, Verizon came for you. <laughs> Verizon was like, y'all deserve the internet. The <laughs> wild and crazy internet so you can get scammed by somebody you've never seen before in your life. <laughs> and also <laughs> learn what gay is. <laughs> Th uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, to clarify, I am 31. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're right yeah. in that same zone. We were right yeah. about in that same internet transition zone. Uh, exactly. Like I said, I, I was delayed because of my extremely rural area. But like, hmm. yeah, I, I was same deal, same deal. I didn't really meaningfully understand what trans people were or that they existed until I had access to the internet. So that checks out. Yeah. That checks out, and I still didn't figure it out even after getting the internet for us. Like until I was in college, to be honest with you, mm -hmm. I it was, which is also weird because I absolutely went to Pride before 
going to college. Like, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> you were just a real enthusiastic ally, weren't you? No, 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 no. I was gay as hell. That was the, okay. my school paid for me to go to youth pride. That is what my school decided. Wow. My school was like, oh my God, we have a gay. Thank God. <laughs> and just like, it's like, you're going to be involved in our theater program. And also you will go to pride this year mm. and you will meet other queer people. And I was like, this is weird that y'all are very forceful about this, but I love y'all for it. Thank you. Like it, yeah, it we, was good, we but ooh. we didn't have that at my school. I can imagine not. Oh boy. Uh, but yeah, I wound up going to going to pride. And in theory, that should have been where I met like a trans person for the first time. You would think that would be where that happened. Except it wasn't, except that is not at all how that happened. I didn't meet a trans person until I was in college and like one of the uh, people sort of in charge of um, running the uh, of running the the queer group, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the queer campus group. And that was what I was like, oh, trans people. I like trans people. This is great. This is a good time. That was that was that. It was lovely. Oh, Thank God for that. Thank God for that moment, because otherwise life would have been absolutely and utterly unbearable were it not for that lovely discovery. And speaking kind of of lovely discoveries, the next card. Another smooth transition. Well done, JV. Right. I was trying to find a, There was a moment in there where I was a little bit searching, but I was like, where is where is that thing? It's there. Um, so this one is the Ace of Pentacles. Um, hmm. It it looks like a tree stump with a lovely glowing center in the middle. I love how woodsy all these things are. We make a lot of jokes about like uh, <laughs> me being like a wood elf. Well, we say dirt elf jokingly. Um, <laughs> love to roll around in the dirt, but yeah, love the love the woodland theme. I don't know if that's generally like how your tarot deck is set up, but it is. So mm-hmm. this deck is uh, called the Wild Unknown. It's my absolute. Well, I think it's my favorite deck. I I have a few others, but I think this one is my favorite. I can't. I will just say this one is my favorite because I am actively using it in this moment. Mm-hmm. Like I could, in theory, just ditch this deck and use a different one on these readings. But no, I use this one every single time because it does a decent job of like connecting with whoever I'm doing a reading for, even if they are like somewhere else completely on the same coast though, uh, at the very least, or possibly on the other side of the country, which has happened or sometimes even overseas, which has Mm. also happened. Um, And it manages to connect like every time, which is one of the reasons I love it. But it also, I think manages to have that connection because this deck is centered mainly around nature. Um, nature and naturally occurring things. All gays uh, love dirt. <laughs> that's not true. That's all a lie. They're, gay they're... witches love dirt. <laughs> that's true. All the gays, all the gays who care about uh, tarot love dirt. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's funny to think about it. I to think about um, briefly there to think about religion and uh, religion and then also queerness, but like where those two sort of like like it's not that they both entered almost simultaneously it is that i simultaneously i think realized both like one absolutely 
and Pagan for sure. And that's been like constant this whole time, like the whole entire time, like since I was like 12. And simultaneously to that realizing, oh, I really like dudes, actually. Um, (laughs) Um, I like dudes and people who are dude shaped. (laughs) People in a dude configuration. (laughs) An overall dude like thing i guess you have a dude a dudeliness about you a general a general (laughs) dudishness which has entirely like grown since then which nice like great but also i'm not sure that that's changed all that much like i don't think that that part has necessarily changed i just think i've grown to understand oh but there's more fun things in this universe than just this one rigid type of structure, which is also very funny in context, that double entendre there that I did not mean to have happen. But, hey, um, but like that would, I don't know. I don't know. This is a fun set of thoughts, but that is entirely unrelated to this card. Um, This card is about prosperous beginnings. Um, So, yeah, I love this card, actually. Like, Unironically, this is one of my favorite cards. One, because the design of it is just absolutely stunning. Um, Again, holding it up again to see it. It is absolutely a stunning design overall. It also has like just a lovely, like just that lovely pop of color, like right in the middle. It just draws your attention to that center. And that center is what it's, is what ultimately this description is talking about. Um, Hmm. In the center of even the giant redwood trees, a tiny seedling once stood. Such is the energy of the Ace of Pentacles. It's the seed that takes root, grounding you for the future. You're in the beginning phases of a prosperous venture. Stay grounded. Go outside and take some time to appreciate nature. (laughs) Those things seem a little bit unrelated, but okay. perchance maybe um you you may also find a windfall of wealth headed your way Mm. love the sound of that money 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 we we love it we love the sound of that that sounds great um but truly being in the beginning phases of a prosperous venture but also remaining grounded while also still going outside and taking time to appreciate nature, which I think, I think overall, like nature does have, can have a grounding type uh, feel to it um, overall. Like when I, for example, for me, when I decide, yes, today has been a decent day. I, I was able to get up this morning. I woke up and actually got out of bed today congratulations me well done done. right like congratulations bitch you got out of bed Woo! yes Ah, celebrating that also just a general note to everybody truly do celebrate the days that you're able to get out of bed it is a wonderful thing and the more that you're able to celebrate that the more likely you'll be able to continue to get out of bed because you like being able to celebrate yourself that is a thing that most oftentimes we tend to enjoy just generally psychology wise fun little psychac celebrate the little things and you will ultimately continue to move forward and like keep then you'll ultimately keep up that momentum because you've started to move forward 
and similarly to that, like, I think that's another thing that this is saying, like, yes, you're, you can start that you've started this thing. This thing is going well, stay grounded, but keep on going, like stay grounded, but keep going. Like, don't like, I, I think one of the things that can happen when we start a new thing is occasionally, um, we can get extremely overwhelmed with some rather heady related things that go along with said new venture. Don't let that stop you from keeping on going. And I think one way to like sort of subvert that from happening, especially, um, <laughs> the, I just realized the way I was about to word a sentence was like, uh, was kind of going to sound very abrupt and very strange, but allow allow me to... I will say what I was going to say. Hear it with the softness I am intending to mean mm -hmm, it with. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, re I'm ready to receive... I'm ready to receive the information. All right. As a fellow queer person, I am presuming <laughs> that you also most likely deal with anxiety on a pretty constant basis. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh okay. yeah. yeah super, super extremely yes. Yeah. Very mm -hmm. good. Okay. No, that wasn't I think... that, that wasn't a reach. <laughs> I didn't think so. But like that was I just realized saying now you as a queer person are naturally also prone oh, to anxiety. Yeah. You're, like, you're you're also traumatized, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh wow, that is <laughs> that's a bit abrupt. Oh my. Um but yeah, so that I think this is maybe in reference to that, that sort of anxiety feeling can also feel kind of un. that anxiety feeling can leave us feeling unmoored. And this is sort of a way of reminding us, no, stay, stay within yourself. You, you've got this. Don't worry. Don't worry. Run outside, have a little time in nature, because that can help our brains to like sort of reconfigure, reconfigure a bit. Um, also, sunlight helps to do that, I find. Thank Sit God on your porch, D. drink Oof. a beer. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. God, that sounds lovely. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like a lovely evening, to be completely honest. I. That's not going to be my evening today. That's probably going to be my entire day tomorrow. I think I'm going to yeah. crack open a bottle of mead and just chill outside all day tomorrow. Like... We're recording this on a Friday. I don't have to be anywhere tomorrow. It's a Saturday. So I think I might literally just sit there and be like, yeah, let's knock them back. Hey, and see how many I can down all day. No, just kidding. Just but more maintaining a nice, light, happy feeling. And hopefully the bear doesn't show up during the middle of this because there's been a bear in my yard constantly every single evening this whole week. It is. Oh, yeah annoying i love i it's, he's so cute he is adorable it's is it a black bear i'm assuming it is yeah yeah you're fine so he's fine cute. yeah they're so yeah. cute but also bold as fuck and very stupid mm -hmm. like talking yeah. this Those one boys love garbage oh yeah this one heard my horn like actually heard me honking my my horn and did not move from the trash bin i was like really Wow! Woo! That's that's real bold. That's bold as hell. But also, like this, this season's been weird, and I can only imagine it's one of those. I would be foraging for healthier things like fruit and whatever. But guess what, y'all? 
But guess what? The planet is kind of fucked up yeah. because of y'all, anyway, and I don't have fruit. Anyway, this, yeah. This, this is right here. This is right here. What do you expect me to do? Right. This is right there. I'm going to take this and drag it across my neighbor's yard every time. Not mine. Never in my yard. Dragged it directly across my neighbor's yard. It's very funny. Um. Anyway, so... Yeah, I think this is probably the stay grounded bit is probably in reference to most likely the anxiety whenever we start a new thing and whether or not that new thing is going to actually go smoothly. Um, And I think a good way to sort of counteract that is to spend some time in the great wild outdoors and seemingly (laughs) seemingly as a wilderness gay, I'm imagining you enjoy that as well. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it sounds it sounds like this tarot deck is telling me to drink a beer on my porch. I'm pro that. I'm pro yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. And also that uh that windfall of wealth heading your way. No idea what that might be in reference to, but I, don't I mean know. I just uh, got turned down I got turned down for a promotion, so it can't be that. Oh, well shit. Well I guess it's not that, but it'll be <laughs> sorry to hear that. I'm gonna, I uh I, I occasionally uh, do like craft fairs and stuff like that. And uh, oh. that's starting that's starting up again, you know, like stuff's opening. So maybe it'll be that. Maybe, yes. maybe I'll, maybe I'll uh, make a ton of money at the Ravenwood Fair this year or something <gasps> like that. Mm-hmm. It's a it. Hey, it's possible. It's mm-hmm. possible. Fingers crossed. Here is hoping. Woo. Yeah. So now we're going to delve into. um what is ultimately called the problem card, I tend to like position these two, the way these are sort of situated, hang on, I'm going to sort of lift this so you can see it generally. Um, the way these are sort of listed, I start over here and I work this way. This is not the next card. The next one is down here because I tend to put the problem and solution on a sort of little separate plane. Um can I just say I love that yeah. you have a little um, like uh, star space printed uh, tablecloth there. <laughs> Ex- extremely mystical of you. Right. I, I figured I had to do. Well, I used to take uh, photos of the cards and like the, that would be the image for the episode. Mm. I have now stopped doing that because I value my time. Um <laughs> because i value my time and that took too goddamn long um sorry to those of y'all who miss it i understand it also was just too much and i didn't have time to keep doing it um but uh yeah i I got this piece of fabric from joanne's and it is it's the lining of i don't know if i've ever posted a photo this one but i made an underbus corset and there is um the exterior of that corset is uh, is all of the Disney villains. <laughs> it is the most ridiculous. Sounds extremely on brand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is the most ridiculous corset I have ever made in my life. It is the most ridiculous thing to look at, but it is very comfortable and I love it to pieces. Um, and uh, this is the lining material for that. And I had a bunch left over and it fit perfectly right here on my little um, music yeah. stand that I've turned yeah. into a desk. Hey, yeah, podcasting tips for the people. If you need a desk, um, a music stand will work in in a tiny space. Go for yeah. that. It's a good plan. Anyway, um, the so we've jumped into the problem card. Now, this is a weird position in this sort of reading overall, in that I call it the problem section. 
but that might not be the best way to think about it. It's more like present situation that might be causing some form of conflict, I guess, if that makes some, sense. Like some shit you're dealing with, some shit yeah. you're going through. Yeah. Yeah. And like it could be something, it could be like if the card, when we read through it, reads as a negative thing. <laughs> Then it's most likely this is just out and out a problem. But if it sounds like a positive, it is most likely this is a thing that we desire that we don't have yet kind Mm. of thing. That kind of vibe. Just wanted to clarify that because that has come up a few times during several readings. Um, Like, dang, JV, that sounds like a good problem, actually. (laughs) It's like, oh, well, shit. Like, and especially this little one, which... uh, (laughs) One of my favorite animals on this one. Love it. Love it to pieces. It's the hermit. Oh, a turtle. Yeah. I love turtles. Turtles are amazing. This one is living in its little shell and it has a little candle on its back, which that can't be safe. Um, <laughs> It's probably fine. It's probably it's it's fine. It's just going to fall off. I think I I think about this kind of a lot when it comes to turtles specifically. It's a little weird that like there's just an animal that has its spine on the outside of its body just yeah, all basically. the time. Yeah. Just always. It's a very sturdy sturdy spine, but it's just just a spine just attached right there on yeah, the back. It's like they well, I guess <laughs> I guess if you think of it like they've got uh, sort of like a second skull, like mm-hmm. it is a little bit weird that we've got this big box inside of our heads that our brain lives in. They've just got a big box that all of the rest of them lives in, too. That is a weird thing that we do just have that it does occasionally feel like not a design flaw per se, but like in the way that the ridging on the inside of the skull like is set up, that's the part that feels like the design flaw. Because it's not Look, like a smooth uh, surface on the interior. Anyway, that's everything weird. about everything about <laughs> nature just like leads me further and further down the God does not exist path. So everything you, you learn are. about nature is just like that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Nobody designed that. Like that's intelligent impossible. design. No, 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 no. No, this no, no. Just, just a crapshoot. We Giraffes, don't know why this impossible. I do love a good giraffe, but I'm thinking about them. I'm just thinking, yeah, they are really fucking weird. Why did they, that happen? So giraffes have this nerve in their neck that goes like from their head all the way down, wraps around a little bone in like their shoulders and then comes all the way back up again. Because oh. like, yeah, it do- it just doesn't make any sense. Like it's just a bad design. Yeah, no, that is not, that, that's not good. That's not, they could have fixed that. Like, there's a way that that could have been fixed. But yeah, also, it doesn't, sure. it doesn't, it doesn't kill enough giraffes that it got, like, selected against in the, the natural selection process. But boy, it sure is stupid. Yeah, like, just all the, think of all the, like, weird human parts that are, like, vestigial. Mm-hmm. Now and I'm like mm-hmm. I don't know why we have certain bits here and there that we absolutely don't need, but I guess we do. So fine, I guess. Sure, I've... we got uh, we got too many teeth. People got too many teeth. Yeah, that's yeah. 
that was not a fun time to either getting those extracted. That I was had, just rude. I didn't like I, that at all. <laughs> yeah, I have such a freakishly small mouth. I had to have eight teeth pulled just because they, they all grew in impacted. They didn't fit. So, oh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm totally distracting from the the. No, no, the that's turtle. perfectly yeah. fine. This That's perfectly fine. I, um, the, I had to get, uh, well, when I got my wisdom people, there was like one additional tooth that they wound up pulling and, um. The wild thing to me was that, like, oh, no, the wisdom teeth healed perfectly fine. And I didn't have to do fucking anything to them. Like, they just were OK. I barely needed to take meds for them, like, at all. But that one extra one, no. No, that one was not having it. That was like, you took something from me. And it's like, held a grudge. Um, that's... Anyway, um... I wasn't an extra tooth. I was an important tooth. How dare you? Like, how dare you? You could have saved. I was like, no, I couldn't have. You quite literally chipped out of my mouth when I ate a mozzarella stick. And like, that's that was what I was like. Well, I guess this one's going. Um. Anyway, it was a wild time. Take care of your teeth, everybody. Um. I have no sponsors for this show, but like there are so many products that I have gotten because of podcast sponsored sponsored things like that. Like I'll absolutely give like fucking Quip a shout out because I absolutely love my Quip toothbrush and they're like floss actually high key. Their floss is really nice. Um, But anyway. Quip, give give JV money. <laughs> Please, God, I would love Quip's money. Um, I also would just, if they are listening, I would like to get that little motor thing that you, that you can put in there that like will link to your smartphone and tell your smartphone when you have brushed your teeth. I'd love that, but also only if y'all can get that actually on Android. The fact that it's only on iOS is shady, and I dislike that. Anyway, um. <laughs> Tell me about tell me about the turtle. <laughs> so the hermit, um solitude and meditation. So this um COVID. This... Yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that actually extremely checks out. But um one thing I didn't mention is that this is part of the major arcana. So there are two parts of um any tarot deck. There's the uh minor arcana, which is all of the like there are cards like all the ones that we've previously had, which is the the blank of blank, um, basically. So, for example, the Ace of Pentacles, the Five of Wands, um, the uh, Nine of Cups, which is going to come up a little bit later. Um, <clears throat> those are all minor arcana type things. Um, the major arcana are, you can sort of think of them as 20, is it 23? No, I think it's 22. I don't exactly remember the number. It's not really important. But it's, um, you can think of them as sort of each one as a stage along a journey. Um, there's a, there's been a lot of books written about that for like writers, which I find really fascinating. But um, that's a, that's another thing if you should ever choose to look into that. Very fun. Love that. Um, but the major arcana, you can think of them sort of as stages along a human being's journey towards enlightenment. Um, or the enlightenment part might be whatever. Whatever. That's irrelevant. Um, <laughs> but that's that is ultimately ultimately this is stage nine. 
it's card number nine, but it's t- it's technically stage ten on this journey because these cards start with a zero, and the zero is the fool. That is what, yeah. And that one also typically tends to mean new beginnings. So in case that, in case you wanted that lovely bit of information, there it is, just right there. There's fun little bit of info there. But anyway, so the major arcana tend to be viewed as like mildly more powerful, if you will, um, as cards, and tend to refer to full full ass stages within a human life. Um, so solitude. The idea of being a hermit is not supported in our society. This, oh, oh, this wow. You can okay. tell this deck, yeah. <laughs> can tell this deck was written pre-COVID because I don't think they understand really. But also they're kind of right, even with COVID. Like this has been such a bad time for like everybody. Well, anyway, we'll get into that in a second. I'll finish reading this bit, but <clears throat> the idea of being a hermit is not supported in our society. But in the realm of tarot, her- er, sorry, in the realm of tarot, hermits are highly celebrated and valued creatures. Through meditation, solitude, and stillness, they bring wisdom to all. When this card appears, it's time to step back from the business of day-to-day life and focus on your inner realm become more self-aware. If you're intrigued by meditation, start now. Spend time by yourself. Your inner fire is ready to be lit. It will shine for all to see. Uh, I don't want to be celebrated. I want to be left alone. (laughs) There you go. Um... (laughs) Good. I like Hermit, actually. I like it. I want to stay inside. I want everyone to still continue staying away from me even after the COVID times are done. That specifically, um, I I had a moment earlier today where I really, really had to reckon with the fact that in about five days from the time of recording this, my state will be fully open again to people specifically to people who have been vaccinated. But again, I don't know how they're going to check that, you know, what I, like there's no there's no effective way to check that. So. This is not a well thought out plan. So functionally speaking, it's simply going to be open to everybody because humans are liars often. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, huh. so I'm still reckoning with that as a thing. But I really want people to like actually, though, like that six feet thing was actually just an overall standard thing for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good, actually. Right? Yeah. Don't like, breathe on my face. Yeah. Like truly when when I was in the grocery store, like almost two years ago now, there was at one point this dude who was like so close to me that I truly could feel his breath on the actual back of my neck. And it was, <laughs> I hated it so much. Like I literally turned around and told this man to back the hell up. Like in a way that was like, I was surprised by my own like ability to do that. I don't I don't handle confrontation well. I really don't. Um yeah. least of all in mm-hmm. first confrontation. Oh Lord have mercy. No, 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 no. But I really was like, no, dude, you are you've stepped on the back of my shoe and you are literally breathing on the back of my neck. This is a problem. You are too goddamn close to me. This is unacceptable. And I hate this. So no, this is bad. Um but anyway that part of the the hermit life then maybe then that is a that is a bit of a 
a desire to remain within that. Perhaps. A desire Yeah, to I keep I keep joking. Mm-hmm. I keep joking but not joking that I am stoked to uh refuse to hang out with people by choice instead of by necessity. <laughs> I what a what a mood. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, what a mood. <laughs> I I don't like confrontation but also simultaneously. Um yeah, no, I, I I want to see my friends, but I don't want to meet any new random people. I'm actually good on that. So mm-hmm. um, I, I would like very much to go outside with only my friends, maybe for about 10 minutes. And then I would like to be back inside where it's where it, where it's cold and there's like water from a tap that <laughs> I can put ice in and shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, something about that feels real nice during the heat of summer. <laughs> but yeah, th- so so does this feel more like then <laughs> the preface there of like, well, maybe this is a thing that we desire that we do not yet fully have. Does that sort of fit better then with this one? Or is it a... um? Uh, I mean, maybe like I am like inherently naturally an introvert and I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that we can go places now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I am a bit dreading people expecting me to go places all the time now. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. (laughs) Big mood. Big mood. I totally get it. So. okay, There's been a theme that's come up during this convo so far. Um, and interestingly enough, the theme is nature. That is a thing that has come up a lot. It even like almost every card has said, sit, sit back, enjoy nature. Just chill out and enjoy the beauty and bounty of nature. And that hasn't, isn't, isn't stopping the solution card is literally the same as that. Like, that's literally what, basically what this is, kind of, sort of. Big tree, big tree. Yes, this is the the Empress. Um, the Empress, uh, which is a big tree with, with pink and purple edges. This is a very... Love it. Real gay big tree. This is a very bisexual tree. This is the bisexual tree of the <laughs> world, I guess. Um, I... Oh, God, that's excessively funny to me. That shouldn't be as funny to me as it is, to be completely honest with you. But I do like that card. It is very pretty. Um, So the Empress represents creation, nature, and, well, the mother, I suppose. Um, I know what this is. I know what this is about. I'm making I'm making more stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. shit! Mm-hmm. Okay, so even without the description there, that checks out. That does actually, though. Overall, the general summary of the meaning behind this is, yeah, the building of things and the making of new things and new content. I you feel like see, now is a great moment to hear. You can about see it. behind me that I'm making a, a a cloak that looks like a moth. Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, I was I was gonna ask about that. I was gonna ask what was going on there. Um, for the listeners, y'all can't see it. It is very pretty. I do oh, like thank it you. a lot. Yes. It's a prototype. It's not all the way there yet, but uh, it's it's happening. 
I I mentioned earlier that I'm gonna like start doing like craft shows and stuff again, and uh, I'm very stoked to get to make some more stuff. And also the we're gonna be able to start going to conventions and stuff again pretty soon. And uh, I'm a I'm a big cosplayer. I haven't been able to do any any cosplay stuff in like fucking forever whatever the time passage has been since the covid times Mm -hmm. um and it's been a real bummer i kind of need like the the anticipation of an upcoming thing to like drive me to make stuff and then i like i get in the zone you know so i'm i'm back in the zone with making stuff Mm. what a mood oh very fun ah exciting i I have so many questions about this prototype specifically, though. I am, I am very intrigued by it. So, is so you you're designing this cloak to resemble a moth? You said, right? Yeah, this one. I, well, I made the prototype with stuff that I already had like scrap colors for, but I picked a moth specifically that was like red and yellow because those were the colors I had. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm just using like scraps I have around as like a proof of concept to make sure that I can get like the wing shape sort of uh like evoked in the overall shape of the cloak, you know? Oh nice. Okay. Okay. I think I'm seeing the concept in my brain a bit. Um I'm, I'll show you later. I'm not gonna step away from the microphone because it'll oh, no, be bad totally. sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally, yeah. No, please show me that later on. I have I have many questions. It's reminding me of a um there's a thing I got for Pride one year. Um it was a, a sort of rainbow butterfly wing type situation, but it was one of those cool um cool uh I guess things pertaining to belly dancing, who knows? Whatever. That's irrelevant. Like a like a shawl is sort of a thing. Yeah. yeah. And then it had like sticks on it so you could hold on to it and then it would it would be be big and expansive and Oh, crazy. I know what you're talking yeah. I th- these are evoking Las Vegas. I feel like that there's like there's like yeah. some kind of showgirl paraphernalia that is like a like a like a shawl <gasps> yeah. with like I, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what it's yeah. called. I know what you're, yeah. Yeah, those were those were that was a good look that year. That was a good look for Pride that year. I uh I enjoyed that look. I will never recreate that look. I was wearing way too many layers and it was the middle of summer. That was a dumb plan. That was that was actively a stupid idea. Wear less layers to Pride, not because I want to be not because I want to look like a giant hoe the entire time, not because of that quite literally for self-preservation reasons it is too goddamn hot for me to wear yeah. five layers to anything <laughs> bring water and dress slutty at pride <laughs> exactly yes and <laughs> oh god that is reminding me of the pride discourse that i do not want to think about right now um it's fine yeah no we do not have to acknowledge <laughs> the pri- i don't have any i don't have any feelings about it it's not not really my place so oh, my yeah. only uh, I had a I had a take. My take is very straightforward. It is simply it's quite easy to do this entire pride thing without nipples showing. I admittedly find this mildly irritating, but also whatever. It doesn't matter. Like if it's no nips and no genitalia at, at, like out at pride, then, hey, guess what? Everyone is free to then wear whatever the hell they please. 
And also, if the thing that you're worried about is, but the children, first of all, you're being disingenuous. You are not, in fact, actually giving a a, a shit about children. I, I promise you that is not your actual concern. Mm-hmm. But if you are, but if you are weirdly out there concerned that children are going to ask questions, there's a child friendly answer right there and easily ready for you that every cosplayer has used at least once already, which is. I like the way wearing this makes me feel. Done. Every child will accept that answer. Literally everyone. I promise y'all, they will accept it. There will be no questions asked further after that point. You don't have to mention why this man is wearing a leather mask that makes him look like a dog. You don't mm-hmm. have to answer that. You do that not have to explain that. The kid will just be like, oh, look, a doggy mask. And you'll be like, yeah, isn't that fun? And then you'll carry on with your day. Precisely. Yeah. It, literally, that worked for me when I was straight up dressed full on dressed as as a mermaid that worked for me then like it 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 even worked when i swam up to shore literally making it look like i came from directly out of the ocean it worked then kids don't ask questions when something fun is happening they don't yeah they're just like oh neat a mermaid They're like, oh, mermaids, yeah! They fucking loved it. It was great. They will get their life. They will have a great time. And hey, that sounds like a fun all-ages pride. Also, adult pride could be in the evening. Shit, they need to go to bed at some point. Send the kids to bed. Let the adults have some fun later on. Take your children home. I will say, though, no cops at Pride. But anyway. um, uh, Turns out we had a take, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I I always have I always have a take when it comes to like pride and people like warring about pride for some weird reason. It's I always do, but it's also usually pretty straightforward kind of which is just don't be a don't be don't be stupid about this. It's very easy to be very fine with this whole thing. It's easy to do that. It's real mm-hmm. easy. We don't have to overthink this. If we overthink this too far, it's mm. <laughs> though there is one fun little thing. When I went to my very first Pride anything, like adult Pride thing, it was actually in Provincetown. And it was when I was freshly 18 and I got pulled up onto a float and given Bacardi. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it's fine. Everything's uh, fine. It's fine. I turned out OK. I regret nothing. It was honestly a great time. Oh, Jesus, what a great float. Anyway, so um, <laughs> this card is your future card here. I, this card is a lovely card to see. It is mm-hmm. the Nine of Cups. Um, it has a, well, you will find it's it has got, nine cups on it. It does indeed have nine <laughs> cups on it, yeah. It's got a little moon and some water and some little, they're kind of like little uh, bowls. They're um, like yeah. the, like little, um, yeah. Like Japanese teacups, sort of. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that, um, well, to that end, actually, um, thinking of the Japanese cups, and I I was, I think I posted this on Twitter, like, yesterday. I sort of went through this thing explaining, like, what my very first job was. <laughs> I had two. My two first jobs, first summer jobs, when I was 12. They're the two most random things. One was being a fucking ranch hand, and the other was packaging tea in a Japanese tea house. <laughs> Those, I could not possibly imagine two more different first jobs, honestly. 
they both fit my personality weirdly well. It's very <laughs> odd, but um, <laughs> very Montero. I'm feeling the vibe. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, similar to that, the the this this card represents bliss and harmony. I say bliss and harmony because there is a lot of the actual act of packaging tea. There's a lot of I don't know. It was very felt very calm, very like together and everything felt harmonious and it was all working very smoothly. It's very nice. There's a lot more chaos over at the farm, let me tell you, but like this <laughs> as that as there always will be. But um but it was still a fun time. Uh but this card represents bliss and harmony. So, at last, the card of wishes comes true. When the 9 of cups appears, worries and fears will be cast away. A new phase of peace and harmony awaits. The world seems to be granting your every wish. Good health, happiness, and even material gains are heading your way. Enjoy. Oh boy, how exciting. Right? This card this card's going to cure my anxiety. <laughs> this card said, huh? "You about to have a good rest of the year. Hell yeah." Um I love I love it when this card shows up in the exact perfect spot. Like that's this could not appear in a better spot during a reading. It is in the future position. It is good things are on the way. They are yes, right yes, yes, the yes. I love that. That makes me so happy to hear and to see. So good things are coming. Yay. <laughs> Magical. Wonderful. Wonderful and great. There's like no asterisk on that card. I love it. There's no disclaimer. We're going to get good stuff. Not a da- not a single goddamn disclaimer. Just a you gonna get everything you ever wanted. <laughs> it's like okay, wow, nice. It, this card has shown up before. It is so rare that this card shows up. Uh, it is a rare card to see, but when it shows up, everything is great. Everything is great. Oh, that is lovely to see. Now, for the animal. Now. I mentioned this animal has horns. What other animals could you think of that have horns? Oh boy, is it an is it a, an ungulate? Is it a hooved animal? Are we Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, is it, a, is it an ungulate? I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Which is funny because I do know I know what that means, but like it took me I'm like, I don't know if I've ever heard anybody say that word out loud. <laughs> A fun, but I was like, "What? Yes, yes, it is. It is a mm. animal. Uh, these are horns, a... not antlers. To be okay. clear, these are horns and not antlers. Is it a <laughs> cow? Close, kind of, but not not exactly. Oh, I don't know what. Hmm. Mm, not a goat. Not a cow. Uh, is it a? Is it a like a bison of some kind? That is exceptionally close, and I feel like we'll go with that because it is a buffalo. <laughs> oh, no, it is a... Okay, that's an American bison. It's not a buffalo. A buffalo You're... is from Asia. Come Precisely. On. That's yeah. why I was like, that's... I was like, it's basically there, yeah. So, there we are. That is the buffalo. The the, yeah. the precious little... Precious little... We'll call it a precious little bean. I was like, why would I call they're, they're it They're enormous. Buffalo? They are, in fact, uh, <laughs> surviving megafauna. They'll fuck you up. 
That's why it's like this this tiny little bean right here. Yeah. Like it's nine feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> That's the honestly that it is me. What I little uh, one ton bean that you have. <laughs> That's this me moose, when I look moose. at a bear. I'm like, oh, this little bean, look at him. He's like, Arr! I'm like, oh bean, cute little bean, look at that. It's like it's giant. It is twice my height. <laughs> Trash eating claw having monster is a little bean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, precious. Um, this card represents uh being grounded yet heavenly, practical yet spiritual. So we've moved away from like actual tarot for this particular card and into more oracle card type situations. Um, which are simply well. The way I tend to view this deck is this is a personality type. This is a type of a, a way of being in the world that a person can have. Um, I guess personality type, it kind of fits, but aspects of a person's personality, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Vaguely, it is person-related and, and um, much more about internal things going on rather than external circumstances. And usually these are things that are kind of within our control. Um, in some way, shape, or form, like whether or not we, um, these are usually parts of ourselves that we can sort of call forward and bring forward in moments that we need them, um, which is the thing I love and I love to think about, um, you know, just summon the, summon your inner, your, your inner buffalo or your inner American bison, I suppose. Um, buffalo are good girl. animals. They're yeah. good, 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 good lads. They are so cute to look at when you see them out in the wet. Like they're just so they just look so so calm. <laughs> they are very serene. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's actually true. That's just the impression I get from yeah. you know media and I have seen uh I have seen bison in real life, uh, but it was a long time ago and uh they were very far away. Yeah. I don't know that I have ever seen them at all. I might have, like, I, I don't know. It's one of those, like, I don't know, I might have shit. I've seen a lot of animals in my day. I don't fucking know. Some people <laughs> some people keep them domestically. Like, some people have them in, huh. like, pens and stuff. I think it's not very common, but uh, there was somebody, like, in, hmm. in one of my uh, friends, like, housing developments who had, like, a farm, like, at the end of the, end of the road or whatever, and he had uh. bison. Yeah, and I went to Yellowstone once as a kid. Oh, but, yeah. oh! I know this isn't. I know this isn't related to like literal buffalo. I know the card isn't literally <laughs> saying like you have encountered or will encounter bison in your life. <laughs> I wish that's what these cards meant. <laughs> I really do, especially because there's there's a dragon card in here. So I mean, <laughs> shit, yeah. I'm gonna there's meet a, a dragon. Serpent, there's a dragon. There's a I what let me think let me find another one of the wild ass ones that's in here. There's a golden egg. Oh, that's <laughs> not an animal at all. No. It is about potential, which is fun. Mm. I love that one. Um anyway. So grounded yet heavenly, practical yet spiritual. The hooves of the mighty buffalo are grounded in the earth, yet its heart and mind rise toward heaven. The buffalo sees challenge, hardship, or a bump in the road as an opportunity for upliftment. 
Therefore, the buffalo does not fear death, illness, or misfortune. Its gentle eyes look toward the road ahead, trusting every turn. May we all experience this exclusive yet life-changing bliss from time to time. And may we allow this card to remind us that life is a precious gift. When this personality type is in balance, they are trusting and a pure presence. When they are out of balance, they're restless and can lack gratitude. But to bring them into balance, meditation, basically. It specifically says prayer, but I'm going to leave that out of that and think about that more as like thoughtful meditating on a on a specific type of desire, I guess. Yeah, I don't really think of myself as a spiritual person, but I do have uh, a pretty, pretty pronounced lack of fear about death, which I don't know if that's like good or bad, but uh, I'm one of the most like death practical people I know. Uh, like, I, I really love that uh, Ask a Mortician YouTube channel where she just talks about like, yes. oh, here's... Here's how you can uh, like save money on your funeral. And here's how, you know, they do funerals in other countries. And also here's how you should do your advanced directive. I have an advanced directive, by the way. Same, same. I, I, I found that channel at a moment where my anxiety was through the goddamn roof in, to, in a very specific way, which was, that still comes up from time to time, and I apologize in advance if this does trigger anybody, anybody at all who listens to this. But um, the concept of very specifically, like, despite the fact that in theory, death is the end of all sensation that you will feel. Um, what does it feel like to not feel literally actually anything like at all? Like, and to not be able to see anything while that is all happening that sounds terrifying to me still like that is I've, I've occasionally had that thought specifically when i was trying to fall asleep and that that that's rude that's rude <laughs> that is rude of any human being's brain to put that thought into your head before you go to sleep it like what happens after we die like just like <laughs> Almost as if like a tiny child to just ask you that you're, very yeah. serious question. <laughs> you're about to go to sleep, JV. What if you uh, what if you never wake up? Is that the same thing? <laughs> How would you like to understand what it feels like to not exist? I'm like, what? what the fuck, brain? Um. Anyway, I have found that at the very least, this helps me. Um, this helps me not be as afraid of that as a potential concept also allowed me a little bit to think about, ah, but I could explore what different ideas of what the afterlife might be. And perchance my brain is powerful enough post-death, I guess, um, even though things are not firing where I will have made myself a weird brain cocoon. Um, <laughs> for lack of a better way to describe it, I've made myself a little paradise brain cocoon. And this little paradise that I've created for myself in my little brain cocoon is what I will experience after death as heaven forever, maybe. Um, that's the thing that provides me comfort. Thank God. Um, so hopefully that maybe helps some, somebody having that kind of anxiety after I just maybe triggered it in them. Sorry. Um, yeah, <laughs> I actually have like the opposite uh, like reaction in that like when I 
stopped believing in Christianity, my anxiety mm-hmm. about death like really dissolved because oh word um yeah like what the idea the idea of like immortality and like continuing to exist forever is like kind of kind of existentially horrifying to me oh, like just mm-hmm. just the self going on forever indefinitely and the world becoming increasingly meaningless and like everything just mm. just not ever stop so death just sounds like a, a cool good permanent nap sounds uh, good sleep yeah. We yeah, love just a like a sleep. real, just a real good, just a real good nap forever. Yep. Mm. I would prefer, ultimately, if I'm really thinking about it, I would prefer reincarnation simply because I would like to come back and give it another, give it a, give it a good old additional try if possible. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, just because, like that just sounds like, oh, I get a do over. Yeah, <laughs> gonna do over in a completely different uh, potentially human frame. Yes, <laughs> honestly, cannot imagine doing like middle school again. Oh, Don't God. want it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, middle school specifically. Hell no, no. But yeah. that I, well, that whole time period just as a whole. Also, not being able to be potty, like not being potty trained, just feels like a time that I don't. But you also fortunately never remember that time, so there is that. Yeah. Oh, thank God. You just fast forward through that. Yeah. yeah. On every reincarnation, you just part. fast forward through the potty training. Yep. 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 That is. Oh. Oh, I just thought of a really fun concept for a horror thing, which is very specifically that no, there is a time way after the time that you are born at which you are granted a human soul. And sometimes it skips people. And that's how we get serial killers. Um, mm. Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's a fun. Jot that down. I should, because I need to write more things. Um, specifically, dark things that scare the shit out of me. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, God. Now I can't leave that thought out of my brain. That's a problem. Ah, Sorry. anyway. No, no, it's fine. This is not, that was not your fault. That was fully my fault. That's, that's, this is again, the weird, the weird thing that exists in this weird case that apparently was yeah, we just got this bone box this yeah yeah <laughs> the bone box that was built specifically to hold this one organ god that's such a oh my god everything is weird anyway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i existential horror fun fun times um but yeah so overall the overall theme of this is uh hey enjoy yourself and remember to enjoy yourself. Like that is, I think, the sort of thing that I, the sort of thing that I see here throughout these throughout this whole situation is hey, 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 enjoy yourself. You are doing great. You're doing great, honey. You're, you're doing fine. Have a great time. Everything is gonna go smoothly and wonderful. Take time to enjoy the wild outdoors particularly because it is about to be what I am terming hedonist summer. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Even if not directly hedonistic, it will for sure be indulgent. I think this is about to be a very indulgent summer because we missed last year. We missed Mm -hmm. the last one and that was a problem. So now, let us indulge ourselves. Let us have a good time. Let us have some fun, honey. Let's have some fun with life. Because... Go on vacation. 
yes, that too. Like mm-hmm. all of these things have a good time. Do whatever would make you happy. And also like even within, within, <clears throat> even within like having to work on things and make things, um, not even necessarily like making things that we actually want to make. I'm thinking literally like a nine to five job right now. Like that's what what's popping in my brain is like a, even with that still keep, like keep that bit of um that bit of happiness and that bit of like there is a joy in the fact that we get to exist and do these things when it could in theory be a thing where we didn't get to do this or even hey maybe maybe we can work outside a bit i don't know that sounds like a good time if that's a possibility um and here's hoping that's a thing that we all can that we all can have um but hey if nothing else, looking forward to that potential material gain. Yeah. And... Give, give me money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and to that end, to that end of give you money, um, that will connect. I promise you that will connect to this <laughs> next sentence. Um, where can people find you on the internet? Should they say want to uh, look at things that you've made um, or to listen to things that you have made? Um for example, also supporting somebody on Patreon, all I'm saying, all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, uh, where can they find all of that lovely stuff? Uh, if you want to give me material personal gains, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash WTM radio. That is our little podcast collective where we make stuff. Uh, that is where I sometimes release early or bonus episodes of my podcast fan fiction is good actually which is a podcast about how fan fiction is good actually which jv was just recently on or will soon be on depending on how linear time plays out yeah um uh, the only stuff in my etsy shop right now is dragon age inquisition stuff um but that is uh thaumaturge arts on etsy like thaumaturgy you know like magic stuff t-h-a-u-m-a T-U-R-G-Y. Um, nobody's gonna remember that. It's, I will but... absolutely here's the here's the realty. I am putting all of this in the show notes though. Like nice, I nice, 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 nice. There's one thing I I I've I literally last episode yelled at the listeners about this because I know that they stay not looking at my show notes. I know that is a thing that people like neglect to do. I spend so much time, like each episode takes yeah. like 30 minutes to like just gather everyone's stuff and like get it in the show notes because i want y'all to support my friends support my friends support my friends anyway all that will be in the show notes is what i am saying so hopefully hopefully people will actually click on it and follow through with the things that were just spoken of y'all don't have to buy anything from me it's it's fine it's fine (laughs) Uh, I'll be at the Ravenwood Fair. I'll be at the Ravenwood Fair in or near Winchester, Virginia. Visit me there. That's a physical place you can go. That sounds like a good like a good old plan. What? When is that? By the way, as an aside, I didn't. It's in October. It's not for a while. So. Word. Okay. Good. Okay. I say yeah. good because that means I might be able to finagle being there. Like I. Particularly because I absolutely, I think on an episode that came out recently, said I was going to visit the lovely Winchester, Virginia. Yeah. Um, Like I said, I was going to do that in like July. 
that plan has now shifted. It is not going to be in July more because the time I was going to go was also bear week. And I, um, I, uh, I, I need to go to Provincetown. It's been, it's been way too many years since I've been to this little weird gay Mecca that we just have over here. Um, so I have to go there, um, to week, um, to see all the, lovely delicious bears that appear uh, that just sort of emerge from the ocean um <laughs> human bears human bears not trash bears yes the human yeah. ones um mm-hmm. and uh so i won't be there at that time sadly but october sounds like an even better time because it'll be slightly i heard filled. i heard through the grapevine that uh like the weekend before that in october there's also like winchester is also having a pride event i i heard i don't know for sure I have to check with um, Winchester expert uh, Alex Flanagan, but yes. yeah, ah, we ah, if that is ah, this is the plans, the plans, they are forming the plans, they are mm-hmm. forming. <laughs> Who knows? But whatever happens, it will be a fantastic time. And hey, you just might run into some listeners from here, and listeners. Listeners, if you do run into Evan at this event, what I want y'all to do specifically is I want y'all to ask the question. <laughs> I was literally about to quote the Tumblr thing just now. I, I couldn't think, but I can't get I like your it. shoelaces. Thanks, <laughs> I stole them from the president. I wasn't even on Tumblr like that, and I still know that. That's the oh, thing. I was on Tumblr in that era. I won't get into it, but I was in exactly that era of Tumblr. Oh my God! Oh, Don't dear God. psychic. I'm I'm suffering psychic damage right now from the shoelaces comment. That is so funny. Um, honestly, do that, y'all. That would just just for if nothing else, do that because that is so funny. Um, <laughs> it's still funny to me, but um. Say it in the sassiest voice that you've got. The sassiest. The sassiest, honey. The um the most uh legendary slash RuPaul's drag race version of that. Do that. Say it that way. And that's that's how you know it's it's from here. Um specifically. <laughs> I want to know where you got your shoelaces, but in a uh, JV reads the T way, not in a Tumblr way. <laughs> hey, I like your shoelaces. Where you get them from? Um, I cannot see anybody that I know listens to this saying anything like that in that voice. But if y'all try, I would li- I would live. I would live. That would be so TikTok, funny. TikTok <laughs> yourself asking somebody or telling somebody I like your shoelaces. Oh, my God. Oh, so funny. Dear, dear, dear listeners, thank you so much for listening. Um, check out them show notes. I'm fucking serious. I will come to your house, goddammit, if you don't read the show notes. Jesus. <laughs> Let me not threaten people. Okay, I will not come to your house, but I, I do, I do request that you do read the show notes. If you don't read the show notes, I will be so, so disappointed. I won't be mad. I will just be disappointed, um, which is worse. Let's be honest. Um, so read the show notes because you don't want my disappointment. You don't. Um, and 
be well, do as much good work as you possibly can, while also staying safe and continuing to wear a mask until about probably November, at which point maybe then it will be safe to no longer do so. Um, whatever. Anyway, do as much as you can safely. And overall, stay safe out there. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on JV Reads the Tea. JV Reads the Tea is produced by me, JV. Our intro and outro music is by Andrew Giada. We are a Paper Boats production. Production. Please be sure to check the show notes for links to all of the stuff that my fabulous guest has done. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on our various social media platforms. Be well, do as much good work as you possibly can, and stay safe out there. <laughs>